everyone, and welcome to our podcast today. I'm Edie Tolbert. And I'm Jennifer Edwards. And we are Business Besties. Welcome back, everyone. This is Edie and Jennifer, and Casey has joined us again for a um, second time. Last week, she talked to us about Clifton Strength Finders. Um, she is an, a certified consultant or coach. And this week, if you haven't listened to last week, make sure you go back and listen to last week because it gives you a lot of information on why the Clifton is so important. But this week, she's going to talk to us about um, our top five. We took the test. We took the full test assessment, not a mm-hmm. test. We yes. Full 34 results. Full, yes. full 34. And she's going to talk to us a little bit about our top five. How long has it been since you took the assessment? Uh, ooh, it was January 2020. Right before the shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) And then mine was a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Oh, and I we want to mention it's storming yeah. here where we are. Yeah. Um, so if you hear thunder and lightning and stuff, yeah, just ignore it. However, if we hear the sirens, we'll be running to the um, shelter. shelter. But <laughs> right. Just hang with us. We'll get through it. All right, Casey, where do we want to start? Well, um, I want to point this out uh, about the assessment just so that everybody has a little bit of context. I took my first assessment in 2016 um, and then... Edie and Jennifer mentioned the dates that they took theirs. One of the uh, things about this assessment that I really appreciate and I really love is the test-retest accuracy. So this is not an assessment that, oh, you need to go back and retake it every few years or, oh, it changes, you know, over time or it changes as, you know, life changes. No. This is how you think, feel, and behave since you were five. Okay, you could see this in you as a child. Mm-hmm. So there is no reason to retest or or go back and, and check it. In fact, it's probably best if you don't because then you're trying to manipulate the results or you yes. think you're trying to get some <laughs> yes. answer, yes. which the assessment is very easy to take. It takes about 45 minutes and it's really a gut reaction mm-hmm. type of Q and A, so um, you really don't want to think a lot. It's really a more reactive right. answer right. session. That's good information because yep. when I explain it to people, I'm I'm always like, just make sure that you don't get interrupted and right. just trust the process. Yeah, trust, right. trust yes. the process. Yes, right. yes, yes. So they would say that you know I took my assessment in 2016. I have a top five. If I retested, my top five would probably still be in my top 10, maybe in a little different ordering, but these are still dominant ways of how I think, feel, and behave. Think, feel, and, and behave. behave. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. So um, results, the full 34 report is the one that we recommend. We talked about the different assessments in the first podcast. This Full 34 assessment costs about $50 mm-hmm. on the Gallup website. Um, you would log in, create your unique login so that you could take the assessment and get your results. Print it out, touch it, feel it, read it, <laughs> hand it to your neighbor. <laughs> or your spouse. Pick, pick I mean, your that's, neighbor. That's really, I think it's interesting when you have somebody close to you mm-hmm. read your results because there's a lot of validation there and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is so you, yes. or, you know, this, now I can tell you this drives me crazy because yeah. it's right here yeah. and mm-hmm. on this piece of paper. And then you can say, but it's my strength. So back right. off. <laughs> right. So this result report is 
heavy with information. That's why I think it's so valuable to spend the $50 and yes. get it. Um, in your top five in the results, your top five gives you three sections in each theme category. The first section is unique to you. So my number one is maximizer. If you have maximizers number, number one, our words do not look the same because these words are influenced by the full 34 result. Uh. Okay, so this isn't boilerplate stuff that just prints off. It's really a result that is unique to you in your 34 ordering. This is one of the things I love about this because mm. it's not boilerplate. Yeah, it's not just like they literally. Oh, have, they pick this one, so yeah. here's what it's going to say. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. good. So in each of your top five, there's a shaded area. The, these words are unique to you. The next section in that um, in that theme explanation says take action to maximize your potential. These phrases are the same for everybody that has that theme. And then the last section is watching out for blind spots. These are the same for everybody that has that theme. So uh, the structure of the report is really good, really mm -hmm. good information mm -hmm. and worth reading. Yeah. Reading yes, I agree. and then sleeping on it mm -hmm. and then reading it again. <laughs> and then putting, bringing it back out in three months and reading it again. Right. Yeah. And I use mine so, all the time. Yeah. I don't use mine as, as much as I want to, but I'm going to. Right. And then okay. if you look on back into the report, so your top five has those three sections that I explained. Mm -hmm. The next five, your six through 10, is a more abbreviated result mm -hmm. of what that theme is for you. And then if you look back on page 21, um, this analysis assigns you a dominant domain. So there's four domains in the results, executing relationship, strategic, and influencing, so it will indicate which domain you lead with mm -hmm. based on your results. So for me, executing is my um, strongest domain. If you look on page one to the right of your results, there's a shaded area oh. and it'll say you lead with whatever domain it is. Mine says executing. So Edie and Jennifer, do you wanna share what yours Mine is executing. Mine is executing. See, we get stuff done, right? Yes, we, we like getting get stuff done. Stuff done. Yep. So we all three lead with the same domain. Yep. But we do have very different results. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're going to get things done differently, but we're still going to get them done. Mm -hmm. So um, when I first got my results, uh, and again, I'll just uh, list my top five: maximizer, relator, arranger, strategic, and responsibility. Um, my reaction was validation. I really felt like, wow, now I have words around how I think or how I do things, mm -hmm. which it was so close to me that I really couldn't put it into words because I just thought everybody thought that way. And this um, illuminates the fact that we don't. We all think very differently. So validation was really the emotion that I felt when I took the assessment and I wanted to share that feeling with other people. Yeah. It made me feel, um, similar, like, Oh, okay. I'm not crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Oh, okay. These are actually, well, you know what? These are my strong suit. This, these are things that I, these are my strengths and I've seen them all along. And now it's okay that these are my strengths. Cause right. as a woman, so many times, being, you know, a strong female is mm -hmm. not always, especially from my generation, 
is not always positive. Mm-hmm. Right. And so seeing that these were the things like the communication, like I'm number three communication and I'm just always like able to just have these conversations and I can, rem- I can remember being young and my mother, I grew up in a time where it was children are seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're a communicator, yeah, right. <laughs> that's you pretty a hard. Lot to say. <laughs> so did you always get t- told to be quiet on your report card? It talks too much. Uh, yes, I did get Me some too. of that. Yes, yeah, I, I did. Got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, I got that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it's funny. I mean, we're kind of talking about communication. I don't have communication in my top five or my top 10. It's 23 for me, but the two ladies here with me today both have it in their top five. Um, I, and you know, stories like I remember, you know, being told to be quiet, Mm -hmm. you know, when I was younger, these are things that you were born with. Mm -hmm. These are things that at a very young age were attributes of you. And once I learned more about this tool, I really tried to, understand these things in my children and I'm positive that my 11 year old has communication (laughs) she has a story for everything she lives her life in stories I love that I'm trying to appreciate that in her (laughs) every day that's awesome which brings me to a quick question that is at what age would you recommend people have their kids take this assessment okay there is an assessment for Younger kids, um, it is not this full 34. Uh, in fact, I can't, I can't bring the name of it um, out right now, out of my brain. But this assessment, I think kids need to be 17 or older mm-hmm. okay. to really use these words yeah. and go this deep. Mm-hmm. But the other assessment for the younger kids, they say they can take it after 12. So really between 12 and 17 and there's fewer buckets Mm -hmm. in that, Mm -hmm. in that result, but similar words Mm -hmm. and you can kind of see how it will, Mm -hmm. how it will progress into these, into this full 34. That's very cool result. So is there one, I want to ask the question for both of you, is there one in your top five or your top 10 that was a, oh, Yes. Or aha. I mean, several, but I mean, I can immediately say yes. And that was the strategic is number five for me. Mm-hmm. And I have always, if someone gives me and I, uh, a, not a problem, but they want to do something. For example, like, I don't know, do a city festival. I used to, I used to chair a committee for festivals all the time. And I could strategically plan almost down to every detail in a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And I would have all this information in my head mm-hmm. and I would be able to have like this whole idea completely platted out in my mm-hmm. head within a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm. And I just always thought that was odd. Right. I mean, or you thought everybody could. Oh, I a hundred percent thought everybody could. And right? should. Why are people, and should, like why <laughs> are people knew. not able to do this? Uh-huh. Knew what you knew yeah. already. And so strategic is very unique. It's very interesting. I have strategic in my top five as well. Strategic is a very quick, if then thinking pattern. Mm-hmm. So you can quickly analyze things and see the roadmap. It's mm-hmm. more of a template and a roadmap than it is a full color picture mm-hmm. of what's going to happen mm-hmm. because strategic also lets us change very quickly. Yep. So if some, it's very flexible. Okay, so it's also very creative, but something that's important with strategic is the ability to explain how you got there. 
because we're very quick thinkers and we don't always bring people with us nope, on that journey. True. And we can be very frustrating because we're already, if we got to get A to Z, we're already at Z and we don't know why they're not right with yes, us. Yes, exactly. Yes. So we have to remember. It's a bit of a that, drawback in that, yeah. in that area is yes, right. because I, I can remember having a, this committee and thinking I've already gotten to there and mm-hmm. why are they not following me? Mm-hmm. And it's because I got there and didn't pull didn't them along with me. <laughs> You didn't tell them. Did how you got make them. notes along the way so that you could show them how to get there? I left a couple of breadcrumbs. I was as good as I could do. <laughs> so mine was input. Okay. So tell me about input. So input is a strategic thinking theme, just like strategic is. Mm-hmm. And um, input is uh, somebody that always has their antenna up for information. Mm-hmm. You don't want to know a lot about it, but you want to catalog or collect mm-hmm. facts mm-hmm. and information so that later you could use it. Mm-hmm. in a conversation or somebody you meet or share that information mm-hmm. with others. So input is a gatherer of information. Mm-hmm. It's not deep. Uh, there's other themes like learner that's much deeper. Um, input is wide. Learner is deep. And I have learner okay. as number six. Yeah, so you're working Oof. overtime. Wow. Because <laughs> if you see something that you <laughs> like, your antenna goes up, you might... Crawl in the rabbit trail. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was on there until I just looked at it. And yeah. start finding more and more information. Because I'm definitely on the input side. I see that all the time. I, I gather things from messages and podcasts and conversations that I have, and I save them, and then I bring them up later. Mm-hmm. The learner part of it is when I really believe in something, and I have belief on here too. Yep. When I really believe in something or it really hits a, a chord, that's when I think I dive in and yeah. I start collecting the information. Because I, I have been in situations where I've, I've spouted off something, mm-hmm. cl- pulled it from the catalog, and then I got questions and I didn't have enough information to go back on that question. And right. I felt stupid. Yeah, but th- because you know that there's answers out there. Yeah. Let me say this. Learner... Um, just on the surface, people might go, oh, this could be a know-it-all. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody that mm-hmm. thinks they know a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really the opposite. Mm-hmm. Somebody that has learner really values information mm-hmm. and knows how deep it is. Mm-hmm. And so they are constantly looking for more. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Not a, I've looked at it and I know everything. Mm-hmm. It's, there could be more. There yeah. could be more information mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So that's really how they how they show up. Yeah. And I think that was an aha moment for me was the, the input and the learner. Cause mm-hmm. I, I knew that's how I behaved. I knew that's how I operated, but I never, like you said, I oh, never words. had words that supported that. And I went, Oh, okay. Okay. Now let's do this. Yeah. Right. So that was, that was really good for me. So what was your big surprise, Casey? Um, I would say the one that I really wrestled with a lot was responsibility um, because I just can't believe that people don't, that all people don't do what they say they're going to do. <laughs> right. I mean. Do I have that one on mine? It, I do. Number 10. number 10. It's number two on mine. Number 10 on mine. <laughs> it's number five for me. And so that was kind of an aha moment mm-hmm. that I could really start to understand and have grace mm-hmm. for people that don't have it mm-hmm. in their top five or top mm-hmm. 10. Because they really haven't even thought about it, mm-hmm. okay? I think about it a lot, mm-hmm. okay? Little examples. If I'm late, which is rare because I'm always planning um, to be somewhere on time. If I am late, I will apologize and tell you exactly why. 
Nobody cares, probably. <laughs> I mean, really. Nobody. I, I'll text you and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm running five minutes late. You'd probably be like, oh, good. You know, I, I'm not ready anyway. But I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, that pressure or that anxiety Mm -hmm. to execute and get something done that I've said I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. And I will sacrifice myself Mm -hmm. to make sure that I meet that Mm -hmm. obligation or that expectation. Mm -hmm. So it, there were a few things about that, that it kind of gave me a new perspective. Like if it's okay, like Mm -hmm. I need to give myself some grace at times and not kill myself. It also told me I shouldn't say yes all the time. Mm-hmm. I need to be very um, picky about my yeses because mm-hmm. if my yeses pile up, then I have overload. Mm-hmm. Um, it also identified me as a person that people would probably ask me to be a part of something mm-hmm. because they know that I'll get it done, mm-hmm. but I need to be um, more thoughtful in whether or not I should put that on my plate. Yeah. And I think, I think you hit um, responsibility. That's that same thing for me. Cause I didn't know how to manage my yeses. Mm-hmm. And then I would always overextend myself mm-hmm. and be overwhelmed and sacrifice myself for everything else. Mm-hmm. And so that, that has pulled the reins back for me and I do have more no's right. and it's okay. And, it's and okay. I'm good with that. No if you say no, yeah. yeah. If you say no, I don't think another thing of it. Mm-hmm. It's only when I say yes mm-hmm. that it becomes that point of pressure exactly. or, yes. or stress that may not be good. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good. I have responsibility as number two. Right. And so is my husband. <laughs> so you're some re- responsible folk there. We, we, yeah, are. we are very careful about our yeses. Just, and yeah. it's been in, later in our age that we have figured that mm-hmm. out. But I um, just had a complete forgot literally just missed a meeting mm-hmm. a I'm couple shocked. of weeks ago oh my gosh it was a zoom oh. it tormented me all day yeah. long i wrote i i wrote two separate long <laughs> uh emails asking for forgiveness like i felt terrible in my head i went through every scenario of what that person must be thinking right. of me oh yeah 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 oh mm-hmm. it was just awful so mm-hmm. yeah Poor people with responsibility as as high. I mean, we mm-hmm. just we just kill ourselves to get mm-hmm. stuff done. Right. So I found it very liberating for myself that I should say no more often. Mm-hmm. And then also it gave me a place of grace for other people mm-hmm. because not everybody thinks like me. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, not yeah. everybody is that worried about being five minutes late. Yeah. Okay. Where I might be like, where have you been? <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's it doesn't. It really may not matter. Do you think? Do you think that some of that comes in, especially in your CPA mm-hmm. experience, where time is money yes. and you're constantly watching the clock mm-hmm. because you're billing, yeah, billing by the clock. Yeah, I, I mean, living by your calendar. I mean, that's something that's that's a something that we could talk about a little bit. There are some strengths and talents around that um, that can create some mm-hmm. really effective mm-hmm. executing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the theme around calendaring and, and routine and scheduling is disciplined. Mm-hmm. So Where is that on mine? Because I think I need to move that way <laughs> up. Oh, that's right. 31 on mine. There okay. we go. 11. This is why I have so many issues with this. Okay. I have discipline 10, so I understand mm-hmm. it. I live with a man, my husband, who has discipline in his top five. 
Um, so he's very black and white about a lot of things when it comes to getting things done. But discipline is an executing theme and it's how I get things done. Using discipline would be calendaring it, routine, doing something in a similar order every time I get it done. It makes you very effective and very efficient mm-hmm. at getting things at getting things done. And I think that's important. I mean, because when you're saying when you're saying yes to those things, you also need to say yes to your workout schedule, mm-hmm. your family time schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I started putting those on calendar, on your calendar, on my calendar, right, they became just as important mm-hmm. as yeah. my work schedule, right. Yeah. And I think that was a huge game changer for me. Mm-hmm. I think it was, and st- you know, like when when people will ask me to schedule m- meetings, I will always it's always ten or later, mm-hmm. and then I think. Oh, they probably think I don't do anything until 10 o'clock. But I'm working out. Right. Yeah. I'm doing my Bible, you know, having yeah. my quiet time. Yeah. That That's my discipline. But I, I, I mean, just today, I thought to myself, I was scheduling a couple of meetings, and I thought, man, they probably think I don't start my day until 10 or 11 o'clock. I don't schedule and that's anything not true. before 10. No, it's not. It's not true. But, but I'm, I'm going to pull on you just a little bit because I know you have Achiever. <clears throat> yes, top five. I do. So discipline, you do have number 11, but really that... Um, what you're doing, that prioritizing, mm-hmm. and your achiever is instrumental in that. Mm-hmm. Achiever is making a list and marking things off. The oh, list. I highlight them. Yes. I, oh, I don't even mark does. them off. I <laughs> highlight them because I want to see what's underneath that highlight. <laughs> right. I mean, even my workout, even my date night, I mean, right. I'm, I'm highlighting it. Just make That gives me production, productivity on my day. Yeah, I live with achiever number one. <laughs> Oh, wow. And I mean, he's like, what's on your list today? And I'm like, that's none of your business. <laughs> I mean, because he puts everything on, he does, is on a mental list. And uh-huh. he's marking it off. Uh-huh. And he may just be interested, but I'm like, I don't know. None yet. Achievers number nine for me, I like lists. If I have to get a lot of things done, I will write mm-hmm. things down just to mark them off. But achiever in your top five, you love lists mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. love marking them off. Mm-hmm. And that to-do list really gets you gets you down the road farther. Yes. Yes. And you like having a lot on your list. Yeah. And some of it's on post-its because that's not as important as what's on today. Yeah. <laughs> so they get... They so just, not only did she make a list, but she has <laughs> post-its too. Yeah. And then I, I decide at what point uh-huh. to take that post-it and put it on my list and throw the post-it away. Right. Mm-hmm. But well, I don't want to forget. But she's got a system about but it. But I don't want to forget. <laughs> And, I, and that happens. So if I have it on posted, it's flexible. It can be moved. Let's talk about <laughs> Achiever a little bit more. You're also a workhorse. I mean, you work. Oh, you set the pace yeah. for getting things done. And you really expect others to keep up. And that's a problem sometimes. And that's what you have to be careful yeah. of. Is not everybody has that same mm-hmm. drive to get a lot of things done in one mm-hmm. day. Yeah. So you have to be aware of that. Yeah. That's true. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> You know, one of the things that was on mine that really helped me understand, um, my number six, I'm going to dip right below the the top five, but individualization Mm -hmm. is my number six. Mm -hmm. And I'll let Casey do the official. Yeah, I have individualization number eight. It's a relationship building theme. I will, um, I'll read the official definition here. People exceptionally talented in the individualization theme are intrigued with the unique qualities of each person. They have a gift for figuring out how different people can work together productively. So individualization is Mm one-on-one, but at the same time, you can see how that individual fits in the group. Right. Okay. So you can see their attributes fitting inside of a team. 
So um, it's a relationship building thing. So it works with your relator. Mm-hmm. So you have relator number one. A relator goes deep in relationship. You really get to know somebody and you really want somebody to know you too. Relator's reciprocal. Um, individualization is more one way. Okay. Okay. Um, but uh, individualization doesn't like the one size fits all mm, thinking yes, pattern. You so like me. customization. Yes. She <laughs> does. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, she does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want everybody to have their own little unique place Mm -hmm. and you don't want it to be like everybody's going to get the same right Mm -hmm. yep yep that's so true and it it, that was probably one of the ones that really helped me feel like okay I'm not crazy no but 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 so much when you think about our world though our world is set up systems and all the systems need to be the same you know and Uh so I always wanted to know all the things about all my mm-hmm. employees. Like I wanted to help them one on one to do mm-hmm. the things, and I wanted each of them to have a succession program that worked for them. And and it just, you know, in business, it doesn't always work that way. Mm-hmm. And it, it frustrated me a lot because I saw this potential in people, but couldn't get them there because in a business, it just doesn't. You just always can't cater that mm-hmm. deeply. Yeah, yeah. To people yeah. like you, it's just costly. It is yeah. very, very costly. It costs money. Yeah. yeah. And but it was frustrating to me, even as as the owner, for me to not be able to make the decision to really to do that. But I think one of the things that really helps me with is the consulting that I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. because oh. I I get to be as individual as right. they want to be. I right. co create a program with them. Right, and they get to kind of tell me exactly what they want. And yeah, so it's kind of cool. But that was a that was such an eye opener to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. really good. Yeah, where's my stuff. individualism? Number 27. So she's all about systems and process. Forget about the individual. I'm out here achieving. I ain't got... No. No. You want to get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So tell us, Casey, since Edie and I are business besties, Mm -hmm. looking at our top fives, Mm -hmm. explain what you think made it possible for us to, like, bond and... Um, I mean, your communication is obviously why you are doing this, okay? Mm-hmm. The podcast. Mm-hmm. Communication is very important to you, mm-hmm. and communication is something that, you, that you're both very talented at. So this gives you the format to mm-hmm. use that strength, mm-hmm. and the more you use it, the better you get at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about that in the first podcast. You know, this result shows you your, your talent buckets, but you really have to work at these things that are in your top five, use them and develop them mm-hmm. so that they can really become a strength so that you're executing with near perfect performance every time that you do this. So I'm sure that you've seen as you've done the podcast, it gets better over time. Mm-hmm. You get more comfortable mm-hmm. yes. over time. So I think that's a great... Yeah, the first couple going is going out. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great example of yeah. what it, of the benefit of practicing Mm -hmm. or using that Mm -hmm. talent in a certain place so that you can see it develop and grow and create Mm -hmm. more success and effectiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think communication is something that you definitely have in common. Um, You know each other well. I mean, you're friends. Mm -hmm. So Jennifer's relator is all over that. (laughs) She's all over it. (laughs) I... I don't, um, 
you know, your achiever gets stuff done. She, you both have executing as your dominant domain. Mm-hmm. So you both like completion. You mm-hmm. like um, tasks mm-hmm. and and completion of those tasks. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you sit around all day and dream of doing a podcast together. You get it done. Right. Yes. Right. And yeah. we both have our, our, I mean, we didn't even really assign each other what we were going to do. No, we just kind happened. of picked up. Yeah. Your achiever is why we have a podcast. Because <laughs> it was on the list, right? That things that had to get done. Because every Sunday she's the, already sitting down the thinking about it. the technical side of it. So how does that, does that come in at the strategic side? Sure. Strategic. She, she, yeah, she sees she's the all, roadmap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, just... I'll talk, you figure it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yes, I kind of did the technical yeah, side and yeah. you just jumped right in with making sure we had topics or had whatever. Topics. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's cool. That's cool. So um you don't you don't want to find somebody that is the same as you. No. Right. Right. I mean, you want this um task or this platform of what you're mm-hmm. doing together to be broad. Mm-hmm. Um you're not looking mm-hmm. for somebody that thinks like you that that wants to do the same things, mm-hmm. you really need that diversity mm-hmm. so that it complements each other mm-hmm. as you're as you're doing this. Yeah. So I I think the communication is the thread mm-hmm. okay. that makes you enjoy it mm-hmm. and makes you get excited about doing it and wanting to keep doing it. But the rest of who you are really creates that diversity and that advantage to creating quality in what you're doing. And I think what you said about diversity, I think that is a huge, huge word in all of this. And and that helps you understand that not everybody's the same and you Mm -hmm. do want to pull from that diversity in order to get something done. I mean, it just, it's, it works better. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be the same. So why am I always wanting them to be like me? I don't know, Casey, why is she always wanting them to be like her? Well, and I think that's my responsibility part of it. I think that's where that one kicks in is that I want everybody to feel the same responsibility that I feel when serving whoever we're serving. I think responsibility gets in the way sometimes Mm -hmm. because of that expectation, but it's also your achiever because it's saying everybody should be working as hard as I am and everybody should be pulling their weight. That's a word. I mean, that's, Mm. I would say that may be a negative word in context of achiever. Right. But that's kind of your innate Mm -hmm. thinking. And so this should create grace Mm -hmm. for others Mm -hmm. that don't have that. Right. And for you to see that, um, see where it is in your team. Yeah. And who's going to keep up with you. Yeah. And who's not. And maybe they can bring something else to the table. And it's not just that. And I, and I think that's why it's going to be so good when we sit down and do this with our with my team is I can I can probably tell you and I may make some notes before we do it just to see if what I'm seeing mm-hmm. is what comes out mm-hmm. that I've learned over the, I think over it's the years interesting I mean I've tried to do that sometimes when I when I go to do an assessment with somebody try to guess you know what mm-hmm. they may have and uh, I mean, it just depends on how well you know mm-hmm. somebody or mm-hmm. how um, how much you've seen them in action. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite is, you know, trying to do it with my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm writing all that down. And someday <laughs> when they take these assessments, we'll see. We'll see if I'm right. I think I've probably got all Reese's top five. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know communication's up there. Communication yeah. and I know yeah. strategic. <laughs> Okay, anything else that you want to add yeah. about Jennifer and I? Yeah. Um, well, I want to add um, 
the benefits of the full 34 report, um, you know, because we've kind of talked about our top five. We've mm-hmm. said, oh, that's in my top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, when you start looking at your report, Gallup would say, really, your report breaks down into three categories, and it's your dominant themes, which they would say is somewhere around your top 10, mm-hmm. your supporting themes, and then your lesser themes. So the lesser themes, you would start looking at the bottom of your list, working backwards until you get to a place where you go, okay, I don't hate that. Um, there are things that you don't like doing. Mm-hmm. And you draw that line and you go, okay, these are my lesser themes because these are the things that I really want to avoid having to do and I want to oh. find other people to mm-hmm. to do those instead of me. Guess what I'm going to be doing, drawing some lines. And so, like on my report, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I have eight mm-hmm. in my lesser theme mm-hmm. list. And so between, and then I drew my dominant theme uh, list at number 12. So 13 through 26 is that supporting theme that mm-hmm. I can I can grab them when I need them. It's like a toolbox. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, when I need to be a learner, I can mm-hmm. grab that and mm-hmm. I can go deep, but I have to make myself do it. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I have to psych myself up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get better at it. I'm not going to like it anymore, mm-hmm. but I have to... It's something that you have to do mm-hmm. whenever you're mm-hmm. trying to get mm-hmm. something done. So, mm-hmm. so, but those lesser things you really want to try to not have to do. Mm-hmm. You want to find well, somebody that, that can yeah. you can partner with to do that. That makes so much sense. Yeah. And when she's talked about calendaring, and I just that kind of organizing stuff, just ugh, and and discipline. And she said discipline was mm-hmm. that's thirty one. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I need a VA. I need a virtual assistant. Like to just have somebody them do all the things because. I just get bogged down in it. Like, it just, like, ugh, ugh. I'm, I have to go research all the apps or the whatever, and I just don't, oh, God. Just pick one, Jennifer. Right. My achiever says, pick one. Just I, pick one. No, her achiever says, get her organized. Full focus. Get the full focus. Right. No, you could never do full focus. No, uh-uh. It's not you. It's not creative enough. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not going to happen. Uh-huh. Sorry, Michael. She's not at full focus. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Sorry. Sorry. I want to be, though. That's the sad part. No, you don't. <laughs> Deep down, you don't. No, you're, you're right. Creative. Deep down, I just want to be creative. It's yes. true. Yes. Right. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, yes. Casey. Mm-hmm. This has been amazing. Yep. And I want to, right now, without Edie's permission, because I didn't say this beforehand, but I do this to her all the time, so she's good. I do it, like, and it forces her. But um, I really want to invite Casey back after mm. she's done... Your my team, your oh, team, yeah. Yeah. and if it's okay with you and your team or whatever to have those conversations yeah. like published, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it would be very interesting, yeah, to see the aha moments that you have mm-hmm. based on that, and yeah. and then how it changes your team moving forward. Yeah. I would love to see that. We can do it. We'll totally yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay, that okay. sounds great. All right, Casey, give Thank them you. your email once again. Uh, Casey at caseynelson.com and it's K A Y C E N E L S O N. Yes. So reach out to her. Um, we'll have it in the show notes. Yep. Um, just do it. Yeah. Just, just do, do it. it. Yeah. Yep. Pull I, the Band-Aid off it's and It's good do for it. you, whether yeah. you whether it relates to your job, mm-hmm. yourself, your mm-hmm. development, your spouse, mm-hmm. any role that you have. Yeah. It, it's great information. Great information. Yep. Thank Cannot you so much. recommend it enough. Exactly. All right, guys. We'll see you back here next week. Um, we're going to talk some more about the Cliftons. Jennifer and I are going to talk some more about our individual um, reports and we'll go from there. All right. See you guys later. Bye.
Thank you for joining us today. I'm Edie. And this is Jennifer. And we hope that we've inspired you to find your business bestie if you haven't already. <laughs>